It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You are listening to the good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin with the good news. Hey, friend, it is the good news. We have Michelle, Monique, and Cindy here, the good news gals, and producer Dave is back. Get out there and vote. You couldn't ask for better weather uh, to vote, at least here in the uh, Colorado area. If you're listening in another state, hope your weather is fantastic as well. And uh, I'm not really going to talk about politics today because I'm so burnt out on it. I can post something like, I posted this to you guys on my page. My daughter, who's nine, yeah, I really don't eat much meat. I eat a lot of, like, nuts and stuff. And I don't eat bacon, that's for sure, but my family loves it. So I gave some to Faith, who's nine, on her pasta last night. And she said, what is this made out of? I said, well, it's, you know, from pork. It's a pig. And she goes, oh, I didn't know an animal could taste this good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm with Faith. I love bacon, but I buy I buy not, uh, uncured bacon. Yeah, because I can't have what they cure it with. Yes, so I buy uncured bacon, which is like eight five to eight pieces for yeah, a lot of money. $20. About wow. twenty dollars. Yeah, you know, sprouts you can get that actually for a pretty decent price. So uncured. Anyway, uh, with that said, um, I can put that on my page, right? And then someone will say, "Well, that's Donald Trump's fault." And then they'll be like, "No, it's not. I love him." And then, "No, it is his fault. I hate him." And and then I, I have put posts up lately that are so benign, and then they've sparked political discussions, which totally cracks me up. And if you guys have noticed, if you notice, I don't really chime in. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I'm just like not... Good girl, Angie. I, I'm just not... I'm just laughing because many of my close friends do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so today we're going to... I only mini chime. I don't like really chime. I just do a little mini, like, <laughs> a mini ting, chime. Ting, ting, ting. 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 That's, but that's why I don't, I don't like social media because I feel like, one, it... it it makes people feel like they have a say in your life. And two, they try to bait you. I also think people will say things on social media that would never say in a, in a discussion face-to-face. Is that true? I but believe that's true. I mean, I know in college oh, it happened to true. my professors a lot. Like people would say horrible things in emails. And then they have to face that professor later like they didn't say it. And it was like they didn't actually do it. And I think that it's weird. It's like the, the whole uh, keyboard champion type of thing. And people will say things that they wouldn't say in front of people. And I think that's one, one of the worst parts about social media. That's totally true. But this, I feel that it's, that's a, like a, you know, it's two ways of seeing that. And in one way, it's awful because people are really disrespectful on social media because it's not to your face. But in another way, it's like, oh, well, I'm very glad to be enlightened on how you really feel. Right, exactly. So, so I can oh. know where to put you oh, well, in my category. Yes, yeah. I, I, I like it for that. You know, I might that not is. say anything, but I'll read it. And I'm like, well. I know where that person's well, So you like she, it for information's sake, yeah. which is a good thing. Wait, and I posted read read something after the election, and again, we're, we'll this, this will be our last little snippet here. I thought we here. were not doing this And today. so she, <laughs> she, okay, so she posted something after, the day after the election, 
Very the outspoken, day, uh, right? Very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very outspoken, right? With language you normally don't hear from our friend Michelle. And then she made it like she saved it for herself to see how people reacted, to see, to see how they leaned politically. I so did. she deleted it for all of us, but saved it so it was only visible to her. Tell me that is not funny. Michelle, that's what I that's, call bait. That's bait. <laughs> you, but you it wasn't baited. bait, though. No, I was serious when I said it. And then I was like, well, I am a realtor. <laughs> Maybe this is not oh a good gosh, idea. Oh, my gosh, that's so funny said because that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, wow, she must feel strongly because she's oh, a I realtor. Did. She put it out there. Yes, and then I was like, it, my real estate hat came out, and I was like, I should keep this to myself, but I want to know what other people said about it. <laughs> and so I saved it for myself. But you know what? I, one thing that I learned when Andre, uh, when Andre was playing in yeah. social media was I stand by what I said, Angie. Was it is prevalent? <laughs> And it was it was just getting started, but it was also where people had um, they would still say stuff about the football players. Like one oh. one guy made up a a, um, a whole page called it was I hate Andre Davis dot com. Oh my gosh! Oh, so terrible. And, and Andre would sit up at night and just go through stuff, and I would tell him, "Do stop not it. reply. You can't stop it. That. No, you Don't cannot. reply. Do not. Like, so when I got on social media, I had to apply that same thing yes. to myself. Oh, and then I no had to go. No wonder you aren't on. Because I'm, I, I will like, I'm the type of person. Too much like, of a target. Now I'm, I'm older, so I think about what I'm going to say before I say it. Because in the back of my mind, Jesus is always like, your, your words have power, yeah. and so I. And I, they la are lasting. Yeah, they're lasting. So I think about it, but you never know what somebody is going through. Like, I, and I also learned that hurt people hurt people. Yeah. So people who's hurting, they lash out at other right. people. Right. And you never know when you can say something to push that person over the edge. That's well, what's so. funny is that when I read Michelle's post, and again, like she said, I thought we weren't doing this today. That wasn't all I, the post, Angie. Right, that wasn't all, but I remember that word because I'm like, <laughs> Words oh my have God. power, I'm Michelle. Like, oh, I'm like, I mean, oh my there's gosh, a whole she lot more than that. She used some salty language in there. She's a realtor. And what I thought then when I read it is, even though I don't, uh, Michelle and I are different politically, I actually, then that kind of prompted me to invite you to be on the good news. That was part of it because I felt like See? whatever your beliefs are, <laughs> you you feel strongly about them and you're not afraid to speak about them. And that's part of what radio is about, that even though and you've known me in my personal life, I don't talk out about politics at all. Mm -hmm. And I don't and I don't voice a lot of opinions that will stir the pot for my children. Right. But in my job, this is what I do. Right. And so people want to tune in and hear my opinion. They're more than welcome. But I don't volunteer it in my regular life. But with that said, I admire that you had the courage to speak out. And I thought, well, she might be good on the radio because even though politically we might not stand for the same thing, I knew you as a friend and I knew your children. And so I knew we stood a lot for a lot of the same things. Right. So I thought well, that would be good. In fact, right here, actually, we're black and white and we're different, uh, the four of us. We're different politically, but we're all Christians. Right. We all love our families. We all care about each other. And so I didn't want to just make the good news like all people that were cookie cutter like me. Like, I'm a mom. I'm a Christian. I'm a Republican. And I love Jesus. And everyone should be just like me. And they will come on the show together. And we'll wear the same outfit. And we'll all be alike. That's not what Jesus said. That's not what he wants. He want love thy neighbor even if she uh, says salty language on Facebook and she doesn't uh, vote for the same candidate Once you Once every four years. Right. And, and and then my, I hope that I have this dispelled the myth that 
you can't be a Democrat and you can't love Jesus right. because I absolutely love him. And I try to walk out every day what he says. Do. I know you So do. I, I just feel like this is how I feel. And I was telling somebody this when I went to Florida this past weekend. I feel like that Jesus came and he said, I came that you may have life and that you're able to live it more abundantly. However someone chooses to live that life abundantly is between them and God. Mm -hmm. So just like you said, love thy neighbor as thyself. I just try to love them. Yeah. That's it. No matter how they live their lives, I just try to love them. And, and then we could do that remake of that song, Ebony and Ivory, and it could be a Republican and Democrat come together in perfect harmony on the Good News with Angie Austin every weekday. On and a we love Jesus. <laughs> oh my That's a good one, Angie. I, I will say that I think for the most part on, on what I talk about is my children and following yes. my kids. Yes, and you then do. secondly, social justice issues yes, yes. or my perspective on things. I yes. think I have a unique perspective as a black person. And a lot of my friend, my friends and my peers are not black. That's true. And so I like to point out things that I think people are overseeing. And then there's a sprinkling of very rarely of things against the current um, administration. But do you get afraid? <laughs> do you like get afraid of posting pictures of your kids? Because I always no. tell Andre when he was on social media a lot, I don't like to post pictures of my kids because then people people have ran up to us in the grocery store oh i understand and, and stuff so i just want them to 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 live life as normal as possible mm -hmm. and not be targeted because of and they get so sick of it like amber was telling me the other day that that somebody came up to her and was like I heard your daddy's a football player, and she looked at them. If you know my Amber, she'll look at you like stone faced. She was <laughs> like, totally "No," and they were like, "Well, did he ever play?" And she was like, "Why?" And I'm like, Amber, because there's but, a whole set of judgments that come along. Yeah, with that. it's it's a it's Bitch, a whole set of, and they don't like people to come to the house because they, you know. So That's that I, I don't like for them to. I, I I want them to have as much privacy. Mm -hmm. as they well, I can. think by moving to another city where he didn't play the majority of his career, had you stayed where you were in Cleveland, for instance, Even worse, right. that they maybe would have been harassed more. So I think you guys have given them some anonymity. And uh, being, you know, on, on, you know, the good news doesn't exactly make me well known. So the kids aren't going to be, you know, approached because I do Christian radio. You know what I mean? So I'm not worried about it for my kids. And, you know, Michelle, the, the, the I, Michelle's I ex who played basketball, they, he didn't play he here either. Europe, yeah. So the kids won't be bothered. You know, so we're in a different boat than you were. Yeah. My, I mean, my, yeah. It, it's, it's Well, really I think different. with you, because like your kids are so much taller. Yeah. Than that, any other child in the United States yeah, of America. Is you true. have to protect them in a different way you know what i'm saying it's totally true yeah i do have to protect them in a, a different way sometimes i like to share things about my kid to the, the thing is a lot of times that the things that i share are to make people more aware of what it's things are like from my perspective right mm -hmm. so I'll, I'll share things about my kid so that people can know that yes she's 15 but she's still 
suffers bullying at school as she's 16 and she's beautiful and she's very talented and she's going to be this and that. But people still at the end of the day will just look at her like, oh, something's wrong with you because you're too tall. Same thing with Sienna. Same thing with Dylan. So like a lot of times I share things that will kind of more humanize my kids so that other people might look at their kid that goes to Grandview and be like, hey, have you seen that tall girl? You know, next time you see her and people are laughing, could you like maybe tap them and be like, Hey, she's a regular kid. It, it she doesn't. takes this kid home and she gets upset. But I, I, for me, it's more awareness. Like I know people. I cannot change all these kids. I wish that I, I still could don't because get bullied because someone's tall. Do you know? I, don't get I it. mean, I last oh, a couple weeks ago, uh, uh, less than two weeks ago. I mean, it's regular for my kid, right? She calls me and I end up like crying regularly. So a couple weeks ago, we were leaving the, the. Eagle Crest, they played a volleyball game against Eagle Crest. And I know that there were about four guys from our football team standing there um, at the exit as we were leaving. So Lauren and Andy walk out in front, and I'm like five, eight, eight feet behind with my mom. And these boys like start pointing and laughing as loud as they could, not like a whisper, like, oh my God, did you see how tall? No, no, they're like laughing at Andy and at my daughter. And he's seven one, she's six six. Yeah. Right? About that. And these are okay. high school kids and they're on our football team. At at her school. At her school. And I was so upset. What did you do? Well, I wanted to pull out the mama bear hat and humiliate these boys, but I was like, I'm gonna humiliate my daughter even more because she's gonna be embarrassed that I'm calling out these boys. She likes from her to blend team. in, which she can't do. Exactly. So instead I wrote a letter to the athletic director because I wanted to let him know that his people weren't representing him themselves well Good for you. off campus. And that's an embarrassment. And first of all, we're all kids. They're all kids together. They're all Grandview students. And they're all student athletes. And they should be supporting each other. Oh, good point. Like, you know, that's, it's really important. Um, and I also uh, wrote to the coach, I had a, uh, our coach, and had a meeting with him um, to talk to Lauren about how to deal with what she gets on a normal basis because I will not be able to fix all those kids at school. I will do it. I'll say what I can when I can. Well, and it's what but I, but we Monique have to teach said her. last week that you, you weren't here, but I, I mentioned to my kids this week that there's going to be so much that comes at them in life and especially for Lauren mm -hmm. uh, because she's six, six and 14, mm -hmm. right? 15 uh, now. 15 now. Um, that do a lot of, we have to learn to let it roll off our backs that we right. don't care what they think. And I think hope's getting that because hope's best friend said to her on the bus last week, Hey, when I'm with my popular friends, don't, um, you know, talk to me. Um, and she said, why? She goes, well, do you not like my personality? She said, no, no, I love your personality. You're fun and loud and wacky, but my friends think you're too much. So don't talk to me when I'm with them because twice she said hi to her quote unquote best bus friend. Um, at school, and she'd said, get out of here, Hope. Leave me alone, Hope. And so then she said that. So I said to Hope, I'm like, well, what are you going to do about it? You know, she goes, nothing. She goes, I don't, I just, I'm going to let it go. And it's funny because then that best friend called her on Sunday when they were both on their way to church and just chatting away and just as friendly as could be. And I don't know how to handle it. I told her it's to enlarge hard. her friendship group and find other friends to hang out with as well. Uh -huh. uh, but, you know, they on the bus, they like, she saves her a spot every single day. She can't wait to sit by my daughter. But that she isn't strong enough to tell her popular friends that she's my friend. But sometimes right. you learn a lot from a situation like that. Like that girl who's Hope's friend is going to treat Hope poorly and then realize it later and not want to treat other people poorly in the future. That's kind of how we grow, you know? Well, I called I her out when she called my daughter before church because I know her mom, too. You've met them. Oh. And I said, uh-huh. 
So I, I said to her daughter, I'm on the little FaceTime, and I'm looking at her. I said, oh, you're on your way to church? And I'm like, oh, I said hi to her mom. She's got a twin sister. I said hi to her twin. And then I said to her, now you're taking good care of my daughter, right? You're being kind to her and uh, looking out for her because her dad's a, her grandpa uh, is a pastor. Right. And they're on their way to his church and all. And so I said, you know, that's real important. You know, to be kind to others. Just want to make sure you're being, you know, nice to Hope. And I could tell by the look on her face she was embarrassed she that knew. she knew. Mm-hmm. But Hope mm-hmm. didn't say a word to her because Hope's doing what Monique told me to teach them to do, which I think Hope's good at, is to let, let a lot of this stuff just roll off your back. You know, I'm not saying be it's a doormat, right? but a lot of this stuff needs to just roll off your back. And a lot of people will be like, well, get rid of her as a friend, and she's not a friend. I actually believe this girl is a friend. She's not strong enough to stand up to the popular right. kids True. and say, I really like this girl. Exactly. And Lauren goes through that, too, where people are friendly in a one-on-one basis, but then when they're in a crowd at school, they don't want to be seen with her. This upsets me to no end. But at the same time, I'm putting my 14, 15-year-old hat on, and I'm like, I get that they it's easier for them to be with everybody else who looks just like them. And they're being immature, but I think eventually they will figure it out. Mm-hmm. I think part of all of our journeys are to take whatever prejudices we have to work against, and we all have something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and try and fit in as best we can, because that's called life. Mm-hmm. But also try to accept ourselves and what we have to deal with and love ourselves in spite of it. Um, When we come to that place, it's amazing without words how you gain acceptance in a crowd Uh and how easier, way easier said than done. Okay. But when we do come to a place where we acknowledge who and what we are. Well, I was going to share the most amazing story uh, with you. Uh, and I don't think we have time. How much time do we have? We only have three minutes, a little less than three minutes. What? Yes. I was going to just add to what Miss yes, Cindy Monique. said. Add to what Miss Cindy said. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I've, I have found that because I, my grandmother raised me. I was in church all the time. I wasn't popular, quote unquote. And I, a lot of my friends, you know, they they were having sex, and I wasn't having sex. I couldn't go to parties, couldn't go Ooh, to the club. Ra- this is racy. It's racy <laughs> on the good news today if you're in the car with your kids. Okay. I, I Monique said it. that she I wasn't mean, doing yeah, it. I mean, let's not. just be real. Yes, we, they we are, are, they they, are having that. And that they're S-E-X. in a different time than than I grew up in and I know how it was then and I know what my girls go through yeah because they don't but I just I I found that when I learned when I learned to have confidence in myself Mm -hmm. and my grandmother ushered me into God to learn to know who I was and whose I was yeah and when I didn't want that acceptance that's when people started to accept me that's true when they true. when they knew I did I, I I didn't need them or I didn't I no longer care so right. that's when when so when you have that confidence in yourself like I my girls have on their mirrors I was created in the image of God and God doesn't make junk so just encourage your girls to because with as females the world beats us up and yeah. they compare us, they put a number on yes. us, but we have to just tell our girls, look, you were created in the image and the likeness of God. And God doesn't make 
junk and he doesn't make mistakes. Mm -hmm. I love what you mm -hmm. said though about just being confident in yourself and not feeling that need that if you're filled with Christ's love, you don't have to have this acceptance from people. And I know we're almost out of time, but last week when Riley's good friends, I knew that he had asked to not be in Riley's lane anymore at swimming. And so they put then him in another lane and put Riley with all of his friends, the, this, this kid's friends. So he went to the coach and said, well, I want Riley out of my lane, but I want to be with my friends. So I want Riley to be off with people like the people he didn't know. And I'm like, that made me so enraged. So I went to Riley and I'm like, look, you can't make this kid like you. You have to leave him alone and stop being that little dog that jumps around the big dog. And who's your buddy? Mm -hmm. Who's your pal? Um, be my friend. Be my friend. And so I finally try to put that into him. But just let it be for now. If the friendship rekindles, that's fine. But I was pretty livid that he also tried to keep Riley from being with any of the other group of the friends. I'm like, ooh, kids can be stinkers, can't mm -hmm. they? All right, we'll be right back. More good news next. The good news of Jesus for you in high-definition radio and streaming at 670KLTT.com. This is KLTT Commerce City, Denver. YMCA of the Rockies is the place to take your family. It's like a destination vacation in your own backyard. This year at SS Park Center, we'll be hosting family snowshoe hikes, backcountry ski meetups, outdoor winter survival trainings, winter ecology hikes, and much more. We'll have guest speakers, excursions for every level of experience, and demos by popular mountaineering equipment brands. Visit ymcarockies.org for more information. That's ymcarockies.org. O-R-G. Rejuvenation on the Rocks is a cutting-edge medical facility in Greenwood Village that will help you look and feel your best. For years, Roxy O'Brien has been transforming lives using non-surgical, cutting-edge treatments like Botox, microderm treatments, facial fillers, and the revolutionary cool sculpting to help you look and feel the best you can. With these non-invasive and effective procedures, you will start to see a difference almost immediately. And right now, as a loyal Good News listener, you can get the Rejuvenation on the Rocks special of buy three treatments and get one cool sculpting treatment free. Plus, all through the holidays, Roxy is offering an additional 15% off any treatment just for mentioning Angie Austin and Friends. Plus, all new clients will receive a free microderm treatment with the purchase of a cool sculpting package. Call Roxy at Rejuvenation on the Rocks at 720-328-9094 or go to Rejuvenation on the Rocks, that's Rejuvenation on the ROX.com to schedule your special good news holiday treatments and be sure to tell Roxy you listen to Angie Austin and receive your special pricing deals. Hi, it's Angie. Thanks so much for listening to the good news. If you like the good news program and you'd like to support us, we need to partner up with businesses to keep this show going. I'd really like to keep it on the air and I need advertisers in order to do that. And I'd love to partner with you and help you build your business or your website. Maybe you're a nonprofit and you'd like to do an interview and you'd like to donate to us so that we can help you get donations as well. AngieAustinRadio.com. AngieAustinRadio.com. Just click on contact me. I would would love to partner up with you. I think this is a great program. We've been on the air for about seven years now, and I think a lot of people have gotten a ray of sunshine and some faith and even a little fun from this program. So if you'd like to support us, please go to AngieAustinRadio.com. We would like to help you build your business or nonprofit as well. AngieAustinRadio.com and click on contact. I'd love to hear from you, and I'd love to help you build your business.
Angie Austin here with the good news. Got the good news gals, Michelle and Monique here, and a couple of good news guys as well. Uh, I'm expanding my God squad to include more guys, equal opportunity. And uh, joining me is my friend Lou Berger, and Lou and I have been friends for many years, probably 15 or thereabouts, and I like to follow his. And it's funny, too, because, Lou, we joke around about you and I are very different politically, and I'm actually married to someone who's very different from me politically, and I don't understand why the world can't get along with people who don't agree politically, because you and I agree on about 95% of things. And I think most Americans do. Yeah. But we get used to listening to fake news yeah <laughs> and and they try to push us apart for ratings they do and they so try to push us apart for ratings all you have to do is sit down at a barbecue and share a, a beverage and talk yeah and we we you and i've never fought about politics never. and we i've seen a lot of fights on your facebook page we have. <laughs> I, I have yeah all right so um I want to talk a little bit about, you brought your friend Andy Marcus with you. Uh, tell us what you guys are up to, because you said, Angie, I've got great news to share with the show, and uh, I know you have such a philanthropic heart and like to be kind to others in your life, so what's going on? Well, I met, you mentioned that we were scouts, that it was through scouts that we met, you and I, and it was yeah. through scouts that Andy and I met. Oh, so cool. About the Boy Scouts of America. Ago. That long. Oh, so you've known him about as long as we've known each other. Right, and, and he, for a while there, he was my assistant cub master. And, oh. and we worked together. I was the Cub Master. And after my time came to an end, I was Which so Which sounds happy. horrible. It my does. time has come to an end. Well, when your kid <laughs> but graduates. With the, yeah. yeah. And you were happy, you said? I was so happy. Well, I was happy to hand it off to him because ah. I knew him. He's a good man all the way through. So you trusted him with the kids. I do. I trusted him. And we built that troop from uh, pack from 30 kids to 70 kids. And I wow. think it was 80 under his tutelage. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Good that for was you really guys. Fantastic. Great program. So uh, about six months ago, Andy came to me with an idea. He said, you ever hired a handyman? And then they didn't show up. And I said, of course I have. Hasn't everybody? And he said, well, it's really frustrating. And he and I both come from, you know, white collar business. We don't know anything about the blue collar side, the trades, whatever. And he said, I'm going to start a business where we're going to give people what they pay for. We're going to show up on time when we promise. We're going to do the job. And we're going to guarantee our work. And that was so basic. I was like, how is that special? Well, tell him, Andy. Well, yeah, I mean, we, I, I started this a couple of years ago as, a, as an experiment just because of my frustration in dealing with contractors. And yeah. And I did a lot of work on my homes. I've owned six homes myself. And, and you always wonder if you're getting a fair price. Right. And yeah. I thought, well, why, why am I able to get work done and these guys aren't? Um, and so I started reaching out to friends of mine who started handing off work to me and introducing me to people in need of, you know, home improvement. And uh, I found that just showing up on time, being steadfast in my work and communicating really well and doing a, a really high-quality job uh, is what people were looking for, and they weren't getting from other people. I mean, it seems very basic. Yeah, it's just, you know, acting with integrity and delivering what you promise, uh, it works. But not a lot of companies are doing that out there. And so what we found is that we became very popular with our, our customer base, and we started getting other reference business and repeat customers, and it just took off from there. And so how did that bring the two of you together? Well, he was talking to me about what he was looking for. He says, Lou, I know you're in recruiting, and that's true. I've got a recruiting firm that we've talked about in the past. He says, it's hard for me to find good, solid tradespeople who are loyal. And I'm like, that's all I do all day long is I go read through resumes, and I talk to people, and I interview them, and I evaluate whether they're true people or hypocrites. 
And so he said, help me out. And I'm like, well, tell me more about what you're doing. And he told me, so Ready to Show is the name of the company. It's Ready, the number two show, is dedicated to helping folks who are in the process of selling their homes squeeze as much money out of their homes as possible. Mm-hmm. So let's say your friend, Mrs. Smith, she's going to sell her home. Right. Well, it needs a little TLC. Right. Some cracks in the drywall, the carpet's worn. They just want to sell. Yeah. And they don't have necessarily, you know, the wherewithal to, to get on the phone and go on Craigslist or Angie's List, not yours, and, and find the tradespeople they need. I wish I want to start that. You wish. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> um, to call people in, interview them, give them money, and then they never show. Right, right. So we wanted to work with realtors. Yeah. People who are brokers. And we wanted to have them introduce us to the sellers so we could say, okay, we think if you put five grand in here and six grand there. Right. You might be able to get another 15, which is like, that's why I'm lucky because I have have a husband. So I basically have the ready to show, like ready to go (laughs) uh, because, you know, he did all that. But it took us one year, 50 projects and 10 grand. So some people don't have one year, 50 projects and 10 grand or a wife that will loves to paint trim for like seven months. Or a husband who... Right. Do it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, because yeah, my husband can lay tile, hardwood, like whatever it is. He'll watch a YouTube video if he needs to. He can do any home project. But I was here from my, my friends. They're like, are you kidding me? Really? No. And so if you have a real estate agent, like Michelle, you're in the real estate world. So then you come into a house and you're like, whoa, if they could just drop five grand in this and make this house sparkle, mm-hmm. they could probably get like another 15. Right. Right. We try to do what we call the golden week of opportunity. Oh, I love it. Did you coin that? That is beautiful. I knew you did. The golden week of opportunity. So what happens is that they bring us over. I want one of those. (laughs) I want to just enjoy a golden week of opportunity. Go ahead. They bring us in. We evaluate the house. It doesn't cost a dime. We look it over and we say, okay, we think we can do this, this, and this in the next week. Because as a real estate broker, you don't want to... Tell your clients to wait a month. Wait a month or six months. Six months, months, yeah. You want it done quick. Yeah. You want instantaneous gratification. So what we act is we act as a general contractor. Right, and hire everyone. And I maintain a database of the top tradespeople in our community. And when we have a job, they know we're going to reach out to them, and they have a choice. They can say, "I'm too busy, can't do it. I pass," or "I'm on," and we get it done in a week. We turn around every house we work on in a week. And you it's need your own sales. show. Was it the Golden Week of Opportunity show? The Golden Week of Opportunity. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. Hello, I'm Lou. Uh-huh. You know, and then, wow, and you just turn these houses around. And, Michelle, you know that part of what makes them sit on the market or not get the price they deserve is just a little TLC sometimes. Yeah, Landscape. a lot of times. Yeah, because people, they think because their eye has gotten accustomed to that All carpeting's wrong in their house. Right. But other people aren't going to be like, oh, yeah. Lord, what is you that? Know, <laughs> after, go, after going through houses, um, when I was looking and my husband told me, look, you can't even look until you start getting our house ready and you donate a ton of things, right? And, you know, get all the stuff out of the house that we don't want. And so he made me do all these projects before I was looking when he was at work, though I didn't tell him I was looking. <laughs> so when I was looking, what one thing that totally grossed me out, because I'm not that picky, floorboards. And so I repainted every single one of 
of our floorboards because that's something if they're dirty, I'm totally grossed out by that. But everybody has their thing, whether it be smelly carpeting or if I walk into a house and it smells like a dog or a house. I went into a high-end house once and I swear to you it went for 200 grand under what it should have because it smelled so badly of smoke. Well, it had green carpeting too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it w- and it was a very beautiful home with a great view, but the green carpeting, like forest green shag, a shag mm-hmm, yeah. and <laughs> smelled like smoke. And I thought, I'm never going to get that out of that shag carpeting. Mm-hmm. You know, that's got to go anyway. But with that said, I think little things really bring the price of a home down. And you can go to those realtor websites, too, where they'll be like, can you believe they're showing this house? We went into one where they were, like, um, doing um, naughty gestures in black and white pictures, and they were smoking doobie, which I'm told is uh, marijuana. (laughs) And so, and it was all over black and white pictures all over the wall. It's not far from, actually, your neighborhood. And so, and my real estate agent goes, I have to get this shot. I go for it. She goes, it's a secret. I know the house you're talking about. It's a secret. OMG. I know. Did it have purple in there? (laughs) Have a basketball court in the back? Hey, I know the house. Okay, okay, okay. So we took a picture, and she. I go, what, what are you taking a picture for? She goes for the secret real estate website where realtors say like what not to do. Yeah. I'm right. Not. Yeah, you guys. Well, I thought when you you had to um, take all your pictures down so that when a family to. walks in the house, they can see themselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, they don't always do that anymore, but you don't want to have too many pictures up. Like, you know what I mean? One here or there is okay. A couple grandkids to make them feel like warm and fuzzy. Right. A couple of cute kids. I go into people's houses and sometimes I cry because I see their kids. They'll have this long hallway and their kids from like toddlers to to college. And now they're leaving. They're selling because they're alone. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't (laughs) take Not, not good oh, to have those so photos. You, what up. about a stager? Do you guys also have a stager that goes along with yeah, that? Yeah, we have staging, but we don't want you. We don't want to confuse our audience and say that we do staging. We don't. We do foundational work. We do. Okay. We add rooms. We remodel kitchens and bathrooms. We do roof work. You know, and we. But can you would. Well, you would help hire out whatever outside. If they need plumbing, you'll get the plumber. Right, if but they they'll need be a ours. Lawn guy, you'll get the lawn guy. Right. Yeah. They, they'll work with us. If you need a stager, you that you'll that's hire awesome. the stager. We've got stagers right yeah. now. Yeah. We do. Okay. Yeah, we do. But that's just the lipstick on a pig, if you will. Right. We, we I make know. Make a pig into a. Yes, which can make a into pig a look boar. so beautiful. Into a boar. I like that. That's a great idea. Well, the reason we're here today, I'm going to let Andy tell this oh, part. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. So we, we were working with a property management service uh, company here in town, ACCU, and, and they provide community uh, maintenance. and There are community associations and rental homes. And they introduced us to a landlord of theirs who has three homes here in Denver. And Andy went over to check out one of the homes. You tell them what happened. What well, yeah. What? Well, let me take a step back first. Um, you know, when uh, I've been doing this a while, and I came across a house uh, uh, a while back, and it was with a, working with a woman who was selling her home, and she was under duress. She was she had to sell before it went into foreclosure. And I took a look at the house and what needed to be done to fix it up to get it ready for sale, and it was a lot of work. It was about $8,000 worth of work, which was a lot of money. Especially right? she's in foreclosure. Especially that. And I had to walk away with it from it because the business was relatively new, and I felt terrible. I told Lou about it, and we both agreed that the best thing to do is really lose ideas. We need to find someone once a month, once every other month, as often as we can do it, that we run across in our business that needs the work, uh, and for whatever reason, um, can't afford it, 
uh, but it's just the right thing to do to come in and do the work. Yeah. No, no money in our pocket. And so uh, a few weeks ago, we found the perfect candidate, and we were working with ACCU, this, home, this uh, property management company who we're partnered with, and they brought us into a, a rental property where this woman's been there for 11 years, has taken care of this house uh, forever, um, and uh, had, she's had other, uh, other landlords that have been in there and haven't gone very well, but they're really happy. She's really happy with her current landlord, but there's things in the house she just that aren't really covered by typical property management services uh but she really needs she needs things painted and upgraded right and i saw how hard she works uh to keep this house clean i actually went to fix uh the uh disposal in the kitchen it needed immediate attention i knew exactly what to do because i kind of based on the symptoms what i would do so i went in i looked under the sink to get to the disposal and it was spotless it was cleaner than any kitchen under the sink I've ever had in any house I've ever had. So I, it told me this woman works really hard, but she just needs some help. And so I called Lou immediately after I fixed the disposal. I said, we found a perfect candidate. We're going to come in and we're going to fix this house up. No charge to her. We have to do this. And, and it just made me feel so good that someone's working so hard, taking really good care of her family. Her grandkids were there. Um, she just needed some help. So that's that's why we're here. We, that's so she's we're. renting. She's a long-term renter, and the house is in disrepair. And it's a, is it says like a special deal where maybe it's a, a home where she gets some help with it, or like how does that? So she's staying there. She's staying there. She's okay. on a fixed income. Okay. There's more wrong with the house than we can do just the two of us. Yeah. We're gonna go in. We're gonna paint. We're gonna do what we can to clean it up a little, make it yeah. more presentable. Right. The foundation is settling. Yeah. The window in the in the living room has shifted, and there's a gap with the cold air at night. Right, comes, comes in. Right through the house. There's a back patio, concrete, cracked slab. It's so such a bad crack, you can trip on it. Mm. And some of our guests have done that. Mm. We can't do all of it. And so we thought we would come and we would share what we're yeah, intending to do. Yeah, what you're do, doing, yeah. See if anybody wanted to come help us. All right. How do they reach out to you? Uh, we have a website, ready, the number two show, readytoshow.com. Andy has his email address right there on the front page and anybody who is willing to lift a brush or plant a flower anything at all we could use the help yep. and we'll coordinate when we're going to go meet with that woman with her permission and we're going to swoop in we're going to do amazing things and make her life better excellent is how is she reacting i don't think we've told her yet we have not told her yet okay yeah, we're going to and uh we're, we're excited about that and uh uh you know I think she's going to react favorably. She was really good to work with on the other work that we did there. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to getting it done. So why, why, what is leading you guys to want to do this? I know, Lou, you care much, you know, a lot about others. We are very blessed. Both Andy and I have been blessed in our lives with a lot of Oh, I see your Facebook page. I see your trips. Exactly. (laughs) I know how blessed you are, Lou. Very blessed. (laughs) And and we want to give back. You don't have any kids playing sports, do you? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, their trips. I'm not giving you nothing. The fathers of their children were professional athletes, so they have these uh, these kids, and so their only trips are like, we're in Minneapolis for a a basketball (laughs) tournament. Like, woo, woo. Not mine. I'm like. No. She luckily no. my, went to Hawaii for luckily years. Luckily, my husband is like, we are going somewhere. We're not just gonna be sitting in the gym for <laughs> watching basketball. Sorry, watch it was a joke. <laughs> so, Shad, wait, they say you, do, Lou, don't have kids playing sports. Then they're saying so. If okay. Xbox is a sport, then yes, right, yes, <laughs> right, right. We were joking we should... that you know it's hard to ask. You know, we're asking for, for donations for kids to do stuff. Sports, People are fundraising. Grandview basketball is like a grand. Right. You know, well, so they were fundraising. So 
we're doing that. fundraisers and I'm like, I can't just ask people to get to be like, I'm not, support, you know, paying for your kids. You living pretty good. Like, you can pay <laughs> but look, if they tell me that, I'm going to be like, that's why I don't have any money. That's why you need to help my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I used it all. <laughs> So, so for people that do want to help you, Lou, so you, your lives are blessed, you're yeah. saying, and so you feel like, well, I, the Bible says to, to whom much is given, much is expected, and, you know, right. a lot of us take that seriously, that we do need to give back. Right, and so if, if any of our listeners are interested, we need plumbers, we need electricians all around the United States, general handymen who would like to work with us, because, and they believe in what we're promoting, right. that we do the right thing, we promise, we keep our promises, and we guarantee our work. And if we can get that kind of person working with us, we want to hear from you. And so you might use some of the contractors that work with you, then they might also like working with you and volunteer their time as exactly. well. Exactly. Uh, to be part of the philanthropic arm of what you're doing. You're just starting, but you're also not just starting with the business, you're starting with your philanthropic arm as well. Right. We ask people, when we, when we go out there and we find somebody we're going to do this, we spend a Saturday out there, we ask everybody that we work with to come out and help us. And we can do a tremendous amount of work in about six hours. Oh, with, I bet you can. That's a lot of people. With 20 people. Yeah. And these people know what they're doing. We have a game plan we get out there we get it done and it, it's you know it's a lot of fun and um yeah we we would ask anybody that that uh that has participated in our business to help us in that way i've got two christian friends with their own uh, construction company their own you know and they do a lot of different work and uh, I, I laugh because one of the guys charles my kids are always like is charles our cousin because he's here a lot because anytime we need something done he comes over because we trust him so i knew all about charles background but all the years that we've been to his wedding and done all these things my husband wasn't totally familiar with his background i'd mentioned to him they've done some time and so my husband says to me every time how, how much time did you do he goes well i had 18 i did 10 on an 18 year sentence and my husband goes what and he goes for for what and i go well i could tell you the story later honey if you want but anyway having had this past right where he'd had a really rough past i have never seen someone turn their life around more now he is a pastor at cherry hills community church and he ministers to people who are uh victims of drug trafficking or maybe they're former drug addicts they've done time uh, so these are all, you know, people that he ministers to, and he has, um, he goes to halfway houses and leads Bible study. He does this construction work, and uh, he has uh, a group of men uh, and uh, also homeless teens that they take on trips, because homeless teens, oftentimes in our town, he says, Angie, we take them to the mountains, because sometimes they haven't ever been even to the mountains, because, you know, they're homeless teens who've had horrible childhoods. So with that said... Um, I think they'd be perfect partners for you guys as well in terms of yep. their philanthropic hearts. Yep. And so if you want to contact Lou and Andy uh, for their business or if you'd like to help volunteer for these possibly, hopefully soon, once a month philanthropic you know, weekend days, a Saturday to uh, fix up somebody's house that really could use that helping hand that can't afford all the repairs, they reach you again. The website, Lou? It's ready, the number two show.com ready to show.com and if you want some information send us an email at info at ready to show.com that's very that i'd like i'd like how easy that is it's like a k-u-v-o type yeah right the jazz station yeah oh his voice yeah yeah smooth right i should have him do some commercials the smooth beats of nail guns in your roof yes yes the smooth beats all right thank you guys so much thanks for all you do lou and andy uh michelle and monique uh, good news gals you can reach out to any of us as well at angieaustinradio.com angieaustinradio.com and thanks so much for listening we'll be right back
All right, I have Melissa. She's an ambassador with ARC. You know I love ARC. I get great deals there, but the money goes back to the community and helps so many people. Melissa, tell me about ARC. ARC is just an amazing foundation who helps people with intellectual disabilities, and it's just amazing. I love working there. I've worked there for almost five years. Well, and I feel like there's a family environment there. Now, when I shop at ARC, we always say shopping with a purpose. So let's say I spend $10 at ARC, but how does it help other people? When you buy stuff at the ARC, it helps people with intellectual disabilities. It helps the community. I like working at the ARC thrift store. It's really fun. So I think you have such a fantastic personality. I think one of the best things about ARC are the ambassadors like yourself because I think you guys are the heart of the organization and I find so much positivity and encouragement and I want ARC to come to my house with a truck. What do I call? You call 303-238-JANE. Again, the number is 303-238-JANE. The website is arcthrift.org. Again, it's arcthrift.org. You rock, Melissa. Thank you for coming in to talk to me about art. God's Glory Boxes were started to help spread the glory of God, support Christian artists, and feed the hungry. At God's Glory Boxes, they get things from artists worldwide who share their love of God through their art, like paintings, jewelry, t-shirts, and pillowcases. Here's how it works. Go to the website godsglorybox.com. Choose a one-month, three-month, six-month, or 12-month subscription. Use the promo code GOODNEWS5 for $5 off a one-month subscription or GOODNEWS10 for $10 off a longer subscription. You can get God's Glory Boxes for yourself or as a gift, cancel whenever you want, and the best part is that for each box sold, God's Glory Boxes will donate five meals to hungry people in the community. Help spread God's glory today by starting your subscription at godsglorybox.com. And remember to use the promo codes GOODNEWS5 or GOODNEWS10 to take advantage of your special Good News discount. Welcome back to the Good News. Angie here. You probably heard a lot lately about open enrollment for Medicare Health or prescription drug plans. And you might be a little curious or maybe even confused, even, uh, you know, if you or your loved ones are already happy with your current coverage, you might find something better because every year there are changes and you have until December 7th to make a decision. Joining us to break it all down, John Haberland. John is a spokesperson for the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Welcome, John. Well, thank you very much, Angie. All right. So if you already have a plan Uh, You still may want to look into this. You've got until December 7th, but a lot of people, including my own mom, are a little confused. So December 7th is the end. What do we need to know during this open enrollment period? Open enrollment period is that annual opportunity for Medicare beneficiaries to uh, look at the various types of coverage that's available under Medicare and decide if they want to make changes. They may be in original Medicare A and B, and they may decide that they want to change to a Medicare Advantage plan or vice versa. And even if they're within a Medicare Advantage plan, which is Part C, they might want to look to see if there's a better plan that uh, meets their needs. And people change each year and so do plans, by by which I mean people's health change and their financial circumstances change, and health plans change their coverage and, and cost each year. So it really does um, benefit one to take a look during this open enrollment period and find the best plan available for them, and there's lots of tools available to help them. Now, in terms of the drug plans, I understand that, that the prices are the best they've been in years? 
With respect to the Part D uh, uh, prescription drug plans, yes, they uh, the premiums have continued to decline, um, and for the second year in a row, the average basic premium for a Medicare Part D prescription drug plan is projected to fall even more. Same with Medicare Advantage uh, plans, Part C. Those premiums have steadily declined since 2015. Now, let's say my mom misses the deadline. She did last year, so she just left everything alone. What happens when you miss the deadline? If you miss the December 7th deadline, leaving everything alone, then everything will be the same as it was this year, next year. There's one exception. If you are a Medicare Advantage enrollee and already in a Medicare Advantage plan, there is an opportunity to make one more change from January 1st to March 31st from a, from one plan to another. But otherwise, um, the doors close on December 7th and you have the coverage that you currently have. So, John, they call it Medicare Advantage Plan. What is the advantage? Because, you know, again, I'm, I'm dealing with my mom who's really, you know, I've got, um, you know, Medicare already. I don't need anything additional on there. And she actually did just have to, you know, have a fairly lengthy hospital stay. And we were surprised how much Medicaid did pay for it. What are the advantages of the Advantage Plan? Who would who would want this, need this benefit from this? Well, uh, Medicare Advantage plans cover all of the services that original Medicare covers, and they typically cover more than that. So they typically cover vision, hearing, dental, and other um, health and wellness programs. Also, in 2019, um, there are some additional new benefits that Medicare Advantage plans are providing. For example, expanded uh, health-related supplemental benefits such as adult daycare services, uh, in-home support services, caregiver support services, home-based palliative care, as well as therapeutic massage. Wow, John, that's quite a list. Um, I also understand silver sneakers is one of the advantages of some of the plans as well, which my mom is very interested in, because basically if it's not covered by her plan, she can't take part in silver sneakers, and she's real interested in it, so that means she has to get a plan. That's right. A lot of the Medicare Advantage plans do offer programs like that, um, and that's just one of the benefits to um, going to a Medicare Advantage plan. And for some people, it's a huge advantage. I mean, it's a, it's a gym, it's a workout class, it's social, so um, definitely definitely interested in looking into that as well with the plans. All right. If people want more information, if they're a little confused, a little overwhelmed by the choices, where do they go to get more info? Lots of great resources available for Medicare beneficiaries. One is they can call our toll-free line, 1-800-MEDICARE. Locally in Oregon, they could call the statewide health insurance benefit advisors. We call them SHEBA. And their uh, toll-free line is 800 722 4143. And then we also have a lot of great tools available online at Medicare.gov. In fact, we have some new tools this year for for open enrollment that I think will really help beneficiaries as they make their decisions. We have a compare coverage options tool that asks five simple questions about what's important to them and then points them in the right direction considering their Medicare options. We have an estimate Medicare cost tool, which is an out-of-pocket cost calculator. Um, And then, of course, we have the plan finder tool, which helps people compare across different Medicare Advantage plans. And we're also offering a web chat to help guide through the health plan comparison process this year. And all of that they find? At www.medicare.gov. www.medicare.gov. 
Oh, definitely checking that out for mom. Thank you so much, John. Appreciate your time. And thanks for breaking it all down and making it less mysterious for all of us. Thank you, Angie. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.